Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me and my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Joseph. Yellow. Jehu. Cuckoo! Back again uh, for our first ever D23 recap episode, which if you know when D23 started... Please email us so that we know, because that's fair. We're too lazy to Google it. Well, well for uh, for the audience and my sake, Christian, what is D twenty three? It is what would be the every two year equivalent of like biannual or annual. It's like a Star dual Wars, annual Star Wars celebration every it, couple of years. Yeah, every two years they do this big conference where they recap basically. Uh, well, now what they're going to do on Disney Plus, what they're going to do in studio, and what they're going to do in the parks. Yep. Um, it's for shareholders mainly, I think. For shareholders, but like you can become a D twenty three member and get to go. Like it's a very exclusive conference. You don't get to just like buy passes. But I mean, I would love to go sometime. I think it's always in Anaheim, California, so like they can get you to go to Disneyland too. Double dip on you a little bit. What does D twenty three mean? Gives them the D. Yeah, I don't know what the twenty three <laughs> is. I'm sure there's some you know something to it. But the important thing is now that Disney, for those who don't know, own literally everything you love, including Star Wars and Marvel and every childhood yep. movie that you like. Fox. We can't piss them off because one day they could just say, we're putting everything you love in the in vault. In the vault, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no more Simpsons. Hang on. I've got an idea for a real phony's heist. Let's raid the Disney vault. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. We're going to jump around a little bit. Um, we're going to start with like the less known stuff and work toward the stuff that really jazzes us up. Before we get going, can yeah. I, you guys you guys. Remember Sarah Razik? Yeah. yeah, she was. She went to D twenty three. All right, on what? Yeah, That's how was cool. she not our rep for that? Yeah, I don't know. We should have reached that out was to dumb her. As shit. She got one of those fucking dope ass Star Sarah Wars. Sarah Razik, if you listen to this, I'm so sorry we didn't reach out to you. Please be our rep next time. I I should have messaged. I fucking saw. She posted on Instagram, like she like live streaming shit like that from D23, and I should have been like, hey, we have this really shitty podcast. <laughs> you're a trash person, Christian. Yeah, I never, it never dawned on me, but. Okay, back to what you were saying. Yeah. Okay, so the first thing, and they kind of was coming to the Friday news, um, Lizzie McGuire. Yep. Hillary Duff. Coming she's, back. She's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, playing a 31-year-old fashion, de- fashion designer. Oh, she's like Carrie Bradshaw now? Like, yeah, she's like living in New York. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I didn't watch Lizzie McGuire, but I'm aware of its existence, and it was a good show. Um, if you're like 25 to 35, you're fucking woman, you're in love with this show, If they bring back happy. Even Stevens, you know, 20 years later. He was in the show. It was a spinoff, I think, wasn't it? I don't know if it was a spinoff, but it was on the same time. Oh, I think it was. Don't quote me (laughs) I don't think it is. You know who I... Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, bring bring it back. back. (laughs) I was thinking of Clarissa... Clarissa explains it all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah, Melissa Joan Hart. It's not that different, honestly. Uh, yeah, Lizzie McGuire had, like, cartoons in the middle of, like, live action. He had, like, a cartoon self or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, present. And And they'll definitely bring that back. Well, I would hope so. That's kind of the point. Yeah. Didn't they just do this with That's So Raven? Where they had like yep. Raven as like... And they're bringing adult? back Sister, Sister. I mean, it, it's look, we're out of ideas. <laughs> Everything is a sequel or a reboot. You know what I mean? But yeah, Lizzie McGuire, new show coming on Disney+. Plus. I mean, look, it makes me feel good that corporate America is thinks that I have enough money that they're willing to pander to me. The one thing that was very apparent to me through all of D23 is Disney knows what you want. And they're willing to give it to you because unlike other studios, they know you have the money and you're willing to pay for it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers was like, they don't fucking want real Superman. They want angsty Superman. Right. That's what they want. And you know what we didn't do? 
go see those fucking movies. Right, right. But Disney's like, no, you know, you want an Obi Wan TV show or Lizzie McGuire? We'll fucking give it to you right. at the cost of fifteen dollars per month. I, I think what uh, Disney has realized way before everybody else is we're as used to like fan type people or a small part of the the world. You know, they want. You yeah. know, now they're everybody. You know, like, we're the majority. And so, also, Disney has like we they we trust them. They don't do much that's wrong. So like, if someone else launched Lizzie McGuire, or like another company, it may not do as well. But people will tune in because they're gonna believe it's good until mm-hmm. they start making some misses. They don't have many misses on their stuff. They they I think one thing we noticed a lot through this weekend too was they had things for a lot of different audiences. Yeah, yeah. And they had multiple yeah. things for different audiences. So like, you have the Lizzie McGuire thing. In that same department, you have another high school musical. And I'll be honest, nice I didn't tra- hate the trailer. Nice transition. <laughs> Is it the high school musical, musical, musical? The high school musical, <laughs> the musical, the series. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm assuming new cast, right? Yeah, so it's it's basically Glee. I don't know if you guys watched the trailer, but it's Glee, which is that a new drama teacher comes to... I think the name from High School Music is Eastside High or something, comes to the real high school where they filmed High School Musical and then realizes this school should do High School Musical, the musical, which is apparently a thing high schools actually So is it reality TV? No, no. it's it's scripted television. I'll be honest, I like the idea of that more than I like the idea of watching High School Musical. I do too, actually. I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, I'm more into this than I am to actual High School Musical. Yeah, yeah. It was a mix of like, High School Musical, and Degrassi. And I've seen both in parts. I've never seen the whole of one. I probably would watch this. Degrassi's the one with Drake in a wheelchair? Correct. I like that (laughs) (laughs) joke. All right, so we're going to work on a Richter scale of less nerd to to more nerdy. So we're starting less and working our way up. Sure. Fair. Next thing. kind of depends on your level of nerdy or what your nerd is. Yeah. um, Jungle Cruise. Yep. Emily Blunt, The Rock. The Rock. I guess you told me this story that The Rock came on the stage. On a boat. In the Jungle Cruise boat. Yep. From the park. <laughs> like, they put wheels on it, and The Rock rode it in. What What do you think this is? So he's going to be like a, a safari tour guy, do you think? That's all. Is this just I think Jumanji? Cro- I mean, I'm he confused. Should be cro- he should be Crocodile Dundee in this movie, don't you think? There's, yeah. there's, so this isn't a Jumanji movie. This is a mm, different yes. rock jungle He's going to wear the same outfit. He has yeah. to. He's based on the ride, <laughs> right. the Jungle Cruise from Disneyland and what Disney World. Ride, I don't... It's a boat ride, kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean, except... Instead of the Caribbean with drunken pirates, you ride through the forest with animals. So not the rainforest, like a northwest. I mean, they're like no, no. It's like a rainforest. They're like tigers and shit like that. Animals that don't actually live in the rainforest, you'll still see on the Jungle Cruise, right? It's a fun ride. I recommend it. Um, But this movie's gonna be something. They're saying it's very modeled after like Indiana Jones, but also like old timey. Like he modeled his character after Humphrey Bogart. I mean, look, I'm interested in seeing it. Hey, we like Emily Blunt. We did an episode on it. That's true. So I'm on board. I'm I'm a little down on the rock right now, but it's fine. I'll I'm also a little down on the rock right now, but I'll probably give it a I will say I I am too. We talked about his outfit a little bit. It looks more like Andy Circus from King Kong than it does Rock from Jumanji, but whatever. I mean the last time they did this movie which was Pirates One. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. Pirates One is like it holds up to Yeah, absolutely. I mean that is a great movie. So I hope maybe we'll strike. Maybe what a, lightning will strike what a bizarre concept to have worked out. 
I know. Yeah. I mean, Johnny Depp. Enough too. that they. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and just a movie about pirates and like, what year did that come out? Like two thousand four. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that. That was such like a dead concept. Yeah. of Pirate movie. I've watched it recently. The CGI of the skeletons. It's good. It's great. Yeah. I don't know how no, they did that. That movie holds up. That's what I mean. Like it's good. It's, it's just got so many pieces of that I don't feel like should work. That God, worked really well. Jeffrey Rush. I know. Just he's fantastic. so good. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, next is Lady and the Tramp. They did a poster and a trailer. And I like this so much more than The Lion King, how it's like, it's real. You know, everything's real. Um, no, no, it's not like CGI photo, you know, it's actual scenes. Um, it looks good. Um, they don't have any of the other cast that's in there. Like, you don't know who any of the other voice actors are playing besides Justin Theroux and Tessa Thompson. It's very focused on Lady and the Tramp. But yeah, when, when Tramp's getting pulled away in the pound by the, you know, the horse-drawn carriage and Lady's running, I, I got the feels. I got sad, so. I have no interest in watching this besides yeah. that they're, you know, the rescue animal bit that we found out last week, that was the selling point yeah, for that's, me. Yeah, that's the most selling point for me, too. I have no, I don't even like the cartoon, so. Anything to add? I feel like these live-action animated animal movies are making me dislike animals more. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hot take right there. And then Frozen 2, they announced some more about that. Specifically, Evan Rachel Wood is going to play Elsa and Anna's mom. Yep. Cool. And they did a new song they, they released, but I didn't hear it. Couldn't have been as catchy as Let It Go, or I would have uh, heard, yeah, you would have heard like, it already. a bunch more on social media. I don't know. They're, apparently, this is they said it's going to be like, you know, more, I don't know, trippier was the word. I read something that's going to be focused on their past and like how she developed her powers. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a big Frozen guy. You two, I yeah. know, love Frozen. I don't want an origin story, but I like that it's, you know, so far it seems kind of tense and, and like, in the weeds. Like, it's not, I don't know, it's not beautiful crystal palaces and stuff. It, like, the first shot is also, like, you know, running into the thrashing waves Which is and weird. shit. It was a I weird opening. It. Yeah. Yeah, See, no, I mean, I, I think this, I agree with you. I don't really need an explanation or even really want yeah. to. It just feels like the natural next step for this franchise. Um, I hope Kristoff gets more to do in it because you cast a really like talented dude mm-hmm. in a role that really does nothing in the movie. Uh, and I hope there's less Olaf. Yeah, that's unlikely though because he's can't kind he of a silly boy. He should just melt. He can't. He gave him a special <laughs> little snow cloud that follows him around now. Yep. Mulan, they showed some live action footage of that. Apparently it looked great. Um, the actress who's in some controversy... Didn't show up, which is telling. She's supporting. I guess there's there's some protests going on in Hong Kong. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's supporting the police. So I don't know. I would not do anything political if I work for Disney. They <laughs> will yank you really quick. But um, the big thing they said was they showed that Mushu is getting replaced by this Phoenix, and Phoenix looked great. I don't know. I just want to see some martial arts. Like this, this should be Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I think that's what they're going. for. It does yeah. seem like what they're going for. Yeah, and I think you know her badass with a sword, like you know, kind of do some some Ray stuff. I heard they showed the scene with like the opening song where she's like getting prepared to meet the matchmaker. Mm-hmm. They filmed that. They showed that scene, and you know, there's no singing in the movie, but it's all instrumental in the background. And I heard it played really, really well. People really enjoyed it. So hopefully, it works out. I know the songs are extremely popular. People are very sad they're not in the movie. I Jet, mean, Jet Li's playing the Emperor, so you know that sounds correct. That does probably sound correct. do some cool stuff. You know what I mean? I don't know. He's old, man. I don't know. These Emperor old to be fair, but. He's like Jackie Chan. It would be it would be <laughs> almost silly to have him and not have him do at least one cool kung fu thing. That's fair. 
Yeah, Jet Li was like in every generic action movie in the 90s. I will say of all the Disney remakes, live action remakes we've gotten, this one has me the most curious because it's going to be the most different. It's going to yeah. be a definitely for sure. And I, that's, I just want it to be somewhat fun. The trailer did not look fun to it me. It looked serious. It looked very serious. I'm okay. It's I'm not okay. really a fun story. I'm, fuck you. A lot of stories that we watch that are fun movies aren't fun stories. I just and that's normally your shit, so I'm confused. <laughs> I know this does sound like you're making my This sounds mind. totally backwards. I'm not offended by this isn't fun, but somehow you are. You got you know you're making a good point. I'm questioning my own. What do you con- mean? Why are you going against your my own opinion? stance here? <laughs> yeah, I'm with Jones. I like that it's zigging where the cartoon zagged it a little bit because yeah. the other ones have just. Been I know. I mean, if, if I've learned anything from watching The Lion King, is I I do not want to watch yes. the same movie. Yep. Keeping keeping the ball rolling on the cartoon kind of stuff. They announced two Pixar movies. Well, they've already announced it, but they gave some more information. The first one is Soul, which you know. I think Onward comes out first. Yes. And yeah. Onward is, it's going to be like a... Fantasy. It's like Simpsons in a fantasy world. That's mm-hmm. what it looked like to me. And but better than Disenchanted. Yes. Better CGI. And it, it oh, looked yeah. it looked like, um, you know, it's Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. And the one thing I read is that they like, you know, most of the time when you do an animated movie, like you just are in a booth talking to yourself. But they actually sat together and recorded the lines together for better emotional impact. I think it's going to be a good movie. It had a Simpsons vibe to me. I think you'll like it. Have you seen the... I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But I do like that they're recording, because the DC animated universe, Batman the Animated Series, Superman, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, those guys always strive to try to get as many people from the story in the same room as they can to act out. And I thought that always made it good, so I like they're doing the scenes together and stuff. I think the plot is about uh, two guys, like an older brother, younger brother, who's dad passed away and somehow they're able to bring their bat dad back through magic for their one bat dad their bat dad their, bat dad. <laughs> their, their uh their dad back for one more day and spend one more day with him and i don't know sounds interesting and heartfelt that sounds very disney it kind of yeah. looks like a cartoon take on what's that will smith movie that was on yes Netflix? no 100 percent right that, that bright i think yeah, we bright. talked about this <laughs> last time the trailer but it's like up. they watched that and it's like okay but what if this was good yeah. <laughs> it also looks like kind of like 80s listen to rush and play D and D vibe. Yeah, yeah 100%. Really, absolutely. And I'm a, I'm on board with that. I know you are. And then the other thing is Soul, which is uh, an original movie. And you told me you, you summed it up pretty good. What you got? Oh, it's Mr. Holland's Opus. If you've <laughs> ever watched Mr. Holland's Opus, it's this movie. It's about a, a middle school band director who dreams of being a jazz artist. And uh, it's all about finding your true self. And there's like, I think there's something called like the You School or something, which is about finding out who you are. And Jamie Foxx is in this movie. And so there's going to be cool singing and dancing and piano playing probably. And I like Jamie Foxx. I don't Fox. know. He needs to be in more stuff. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. good in the things that he's in. Yeah. yeah. But Seems again, like a cool dude, dude. It's yeah. the if you've never seen Mr. Holland's Opus. I mean, I love the shit out of Mr. Holland's Opus. I do too, Opus, bro. So I'm so down for this. It's about a band director who gave up being a jazz composer to teach school because he got married and had kids. And uh, what un- unfulfilled life? Yeah, but it ends up being very fulfilled. <laughs> you gotta watch Mr. Holland's Opus, bro. No spoilers. Young Terrence Howard banging on a bass drum. Either way, I. I'm excited for this movie. It does kind of feel like a ripoff to me, but yeah. hey, I like the original. I mean, nobody's lining up to rip off Mr. Holland's opus, so I, I feel like that's okay. It's but. kind of gotten like lost in yeah. time. Right. A lot of people haven't seen it, and that makes me sad. Well, I think it, it came out in a similar era as that horrible uh, Sean Connery movie. You know, you're the man now, dog! Yeah, and I think yeah, it, yeah. I think it just got like sort of 
genre lumped into that and presumed to be bad. It's, it's also Forrest Gumpy. Right. Uh, and that it takes place over like five decades. Right. Yeah. The yeah. other thing is, it's the oh. writer of Inside Out, and they, they're saying it's like a companion piece. Inside Out's probably their best movie of the last five years. For it's a long really good. Time. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, all right. Moving on to well, one more thing that we kind of care about, and then more stuff we actually really, really <laughs> care about. Uh, Emma Stone. They released a first photo of her starring as Cruella. Well, the movie's gonna be called Cruella. Is Cruella. it called Cruella? Yeah, it's about oh, her. I don't know. I, I thought I thought the look looked cool. Yeah, it looks like a cool movie. But looks like something Guy Ritchie would direct. Yeah. Do we really need a, a background of Cruella? I really don't care to watch a, a movie about a woman who her? wants to That's abuse dogs. <laughs> yeah, uh, but maybe maybe her infant was torn apart by a ra- like That's rabid Dalmatians. Awful! Oh awful. <laughs> Why would you even go there? Why would you come up with that? <laughs> I want to be the resident animal hater of the podcast. This is my identity now. I, you know, I think she'll be fun to watch in it, but Agreed, I don't yeah. think I'll watch this movie. They're obviously going to really change it like they did with Maleficent. Yeah. Like where I they... mean, if, if, if they give it a good story, then okay. I mean, you can already tell where it's going to go. She she had a baby Dalmatian, and someone stole it from her, and, you know, that that's where it's going to go. Uh, is that where? Oh, 100%. Because she They're going to turn it on She didn't head. want a full-grown Dalmatian. She wanted a the coat skin. of Dalmatian. <laughs> the skin of Dalmatian. And she's already got the black and white hair, so she's got half her hair white, half her hair black yeah. right down the I middle. I mean, look, uh, I am intrigued by the premise because I honestly couldn't care less about a 101 Dalmatians movie. Yeah. But if you're hell-bent on making another live-action adaptation, which you've already done, right. fine, make it about Cruella. All right. Moving on to some more like kind of Marvel's uh, Star Wars stuff is they released some the what? only things that matter in the world. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, we should say this is really where Disney Plus kind of took over. I think yeah. a lot of D twenty three was them saying, "Hey, we got this thing coming out in two months, and you're gonna want to fucking buy it." Yeah, because when is when and is Disney right. Plus? November twelfth. November twelfth, and the Mandalorian will come out that day. Only one episode, though. Yeah, they're going weekly. Which is a bummer. <laughs> Hulu already does that, so I guess when they, you know, yeah. are combined. I mean, I think that's a better sense. strategy, but for me, I want to watch it all. Oh, time. yeah. <laughs> 100%. I mean, look, you know, one of the things I think we've all lamented, kind of the death of Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad is kind of the death of the water cooler conversation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is hard to do in the era of streaming, so maybe Disney is forcing that back on us, forcing us to socialize with each other again. That's I a mean, fair point. Definitely, it turns it into something you can talk about about where streaming shows is almost the opposite. It's like, don't tell me shit about that yeah. because I haven't got to watch it. Yeah, yeah. And and they become more timely. Like you know, it, with a, it's done in a weekend because the next show is coming out if it's you know, all yeah. dumped at once. This yeah. makes it relevant for you know eight weeks. That's true. Um, all right. So the what if Marvel show? It's the animated show where it's going to be like alternative stories, you know, that could have happened. You told me something interesting. They're doing 22 episodes. For 22 movies. For 22 Marvel movies. Um, they released some visuals, and it's not going to be like Toy Story CGI. It's it's like, you know, legit anime. Like oh, anim- like cell-drawn anime. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's and um, the two things that I, I know that they showed online that leaked is uh, a pick where Peggy Carter takes the super soldier serum because it, you know, Steve Rogers blows up in that explosion and she becomes Captain Britain and the look of her and Captain Britain look good. Yeah. You know, it looked cool. And then uh, Haley Atwell coming back. Yes. And all the, you know, the the main character is Jeffrey Wright, who's from Westworld Mm -hmm. and he's playing the watcher, but, um, all your, I mean, there's guardian. I mean, everyone's got voice cast as the original Mm -hmm. actors are coming back. I mean, if there's one place that Marvel has consistently lagged behind DC for the last 15 years, it's been animated, uh, movies and that kind of thing. 
So this might be their opportunity to just yeah. take them over wholesale. Because, I mean, you know, the DC movies have been fine recently, but nothing nothing stand yeah. out. And this is this is all shit that we want. It's right. a cool premise. It's a great yeah. premise. I will watch this, and I don't I don't watch animation, as you guys know, but I'll, mm. this is something I'll definitely You'll watch. make an exception. Yes, I'll break my rule. And then the other thing is Marvel Zombies. They're definitely going to have an episode of Marvel Zombies. Um, they showed, I don't know which characters, but... Captain America. Was it Captain America? Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it looks good. The animation, I mean, it looks, everything is high budget with Disney. So you know right. it's going to look great. They have a lot of money. I don't really, maybe I'm in the minority here, don't need a Marvel zombie thing. But I didn't love Marvel zombies. I thought it was just kind of a crass well, joke. They I did a little bit of it in Far From Home. During that last Mysterio. Right. Yeah, 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 you Mysterio know, there's, um, Also, you guys may not be the target demographic for this. There are other people in the world. Don't tell us that. You just keep saying this shit. (laughs) I I disagree when it comes to Marvel's What If (laughs) animated series. Yeah, I feel like I'm exactly their A hundred (laughs) percent. Another one I know I saw is uh, Steve Rogers is going to get the original Iron Man suit. I think what? Howard Stark is going to build it for him or something. Like an old. Oh, I thought that was also going to be in the Peggy Carter one. Maybe that is. Maybe yeah. They maybe they tie it in the one, which which could be cool. Yeah. yeah. Moving on is Eternals, which is not the next Marvel movie, but the second. You know, Black Widow's next, and then um, that comes out in November. Eternals and. Huge cast. It's their big ensemble, cast, yeah. um, and they showed all the costumes, and they brought everyone out. And then the big new cast addition that they announced was Kit Harrington. Mm-hmm. Well, also the, that, yeah. uh, and uh, Jimmy Chan is playing Cersei. Yes, who's going to be the lead of the movie? Which I don't love because she's in Captain Marvel. Yeah, she plays Minerva, and she's blue, blue and I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah could, I think you, it'll be fine. You could pull it, and I mean that makes sense because the character that Kit Harington is going to be playing, Dane Whit, the Black Knight, has a romantic relationship with Cersei in the Avengers. So, so you know about Black Knight. So Kit Harington, you know John John Snow is playing Black Knight. Yeah. What I don't know anything. I'm I'm super into this. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a specific run of the Avengers that is not beloved by fans, but is beloved by Jehu. <laughs> that has a that uh, the Monica Rambo Captain Marvel was on it, and the Black Knight was on it. Now uh, you know he has a very convoluted origin, and honestly, who gives a shit about it? Here's what you need to know about it: He has a sword called the Black Blade that can cut through anything, but anytime it draws blood. It makes takes him one step to being closer to being like crazy and evil. So he can do it. He's a badass swordsman. He can do anything with this, but he can't kill with it because he'll harm himself. Now who knows if they go with that? But that's a pretty cool fucking. Yeah, book. yeah. Uh, that sounds like a John Snow kind of arc. It does. I, God, I, yes, it does. <laughs> he's not branching out. That's for sure. <laughs> I bet in this one he's not the Black Knight yet because the Black Knight was a scientist before he was the Black Knight. So I imagine he's going to play some sort of role of uh, of being a guy who like discovers the Eternals or something mm. like. Have you guys heard the theory that the, there is a city in Ant-Man and the Wasp when Hank goes into the quantum realm and that is like where the Eternals live? No, I hadn't. Yeah. There's like in the background, uh, he like, when it's like yeah, a little like ship, a yeah. little city in the background and that's where the Eternals are. All right on. I don't know if it's, you know, we'll see if it's true or not, but. Who are some of the other people? So we got, we got uh, Richard Madden and, and Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. We got Angelina Jolie, who's the big headliner. Uh, uh, Brian Tyree Henry's yep. in it. Um, Jack Kamal Nanjiani. Uh, How great is that for that guy too? Like, yeah, he, yeah. he's always been a geek. He had that stand-up comedy show that was in a comic book store. It makes me happy that guy. Selma yeah. Hayek. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. You just said Gemma Chan. Yeah, Gemma Chan. That's a great cast. Yeah, no, it's a great. Yeah. It, it, 
I mean, even like comparatively to like some of the Avengers movies, like this is a stellar fucking yeah. cast yeah, yeah. for this movie. It's one of those things. So I, I, I know you talked about this, that this is kind of the Marvel equivalent to the DC New Gods. Right. Uh, right. Which, which both of those, I think, are fairly obscure properties for people who don't know anything about Right, this. who aren't died in the world. As someone who has only, you know, consumed things through like visual media, mm. I know some stuff about the New Gods mm. and I'm kind of interested in that, mm. but I know nothing about the Eternal. And I kind of like that because now I'm really excited about all the things that are coming out about it, but it's a new story that I know fucking nothing just, about. Before, Jay, you say your thing, I need to give you props because you said you thought this would be the birth of the Marvel Universe. That got confirmed oh, this really? weekend. This will be like how Kumail Nanjiani in an interview said, the point of this movie is to show you how the MCU came to be. That's, That's awesome. Dope. So props. That's cool. Right on. Yeah, this looks really good. And also, uh, because of it, they've started referring to Jack Kirby as a, as a Disney legend. So I'm super into that. And, <laughs> That's cool. Know, uh, you know, at first I was like, man, just because you buy this company doesn't mean you own that dude's legend. But you know what? It's good that, <laughs> it's good that Disney has given him props. So I may be talking completely out of turn, but I believe Jack Kirby did sketches of Epcot really? before they built it. I mean, that seems like, because he, he tried a few times to break out of comics just because he was sick of how he got treated yeah and you know uh you know of course the most well-known one is the argo thing Mm -hmm. uh but i could see that totally being i may be totally making that up but that sounds right to me so are any of these characters deviants which is like supposedly the villains the eternals like who's the who's the villains like have they announced are all these people supposed to be good that we've named no they did they did say who the villain of the movie is and i can't remember the character's name it's played by barry kogan i think his name he was in chernobyl he was the guy who shot the dogs the young oh, kid. Okay. Uh, he's the villain of the movie, but I can't remember which character he's playing. If I cared a lot, I'd look. Because I know up, the but... Celestials are in it too, but I guess they're probably going to be like a just a third party actor. I bet you they're not going to be like you know the villain. Yeah. The... In some of like the art they release, like the Celestials are like basically like looking o- one in space, like looking over Earth and stuff like that. I, don't know. I mean, that's basically what they do. They come to Earth and they silently judge, and you know you have to pass some sort of test or they destroy the place. That's like every celestial story ever. Show me what you got. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm super excited for this. I like that you rock, worked in Rick and Morty. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not super proud of it, but it was appropriate. <laughs> and then the Black Widow movie, they released a poster, uh, confirmed Taskmaster's the villain. They still aren't saying who is playing Taskmaster, which makes me think it's someone they've already said. Yeah, it's Rachel Weisz. Yeah, I mean, we know everybody else but her. I'm yeah. so game for that. Yeah. Like that is my jam. I was not on board for that movie, but this got me on board for this movie. The mask looks cool. You know, yeah. The, yeah. The, the the little uh, up above her. Yeah. I I mean, I think this looks pretty good. I still think they'll find some way out of it just being a prequel. I think there's got to be... Like, they're not going to build a franchise on a character that's dead. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I, mean, I think you, I think they're going to introduce Florence Pugh as the new Black Widow. Yeah, I and agree then with she's that. gonna. That's how they'll start using her going forward. I think I think this movie does take place over two time periods, though. Right. I think, or maybe even three. I think it'll be pre-Avengers, because I think you'll get the Budapest stuff with Hawkeye. Right. Even though there's been no tease of him being in the movie. But oh, they confirmed that. You're oh, right. He is yeah, no, be... no, you're confirmed that it is Budapest, so whatever's happening, I'm yeah, sure it's it'll gotta be. be. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they're uh, gonna show Budapest. I think you'll see in between Civil War and Infinity War. Yep. And I think you'll see a little bit between Infinity War and Endgame. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I, they also showed um, David Harborough in the Red Guardian costume. Yep. He's got he the looks, helmet and everything. Yeah. He looks fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. With his beard? Yes, yeah. that's what Fuck, I mean. Yeah. Like... 
a lot of a lot of new Captain Americas running around. It looks like, and we're gonna it talk about a couple. Like that. That's yeah. gonna be a plot point, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, the other thing is they showed her new outfit. She's gonna wear a white outfit, so she'll be the White Widow. And um, like I said, apparently the action is like hard hitting fighting. I think it's gonna be. I really do. At first, I was like, I don't want to see this, but the more that comes out, I'm pretty excited. I think we should get a trailer kind of soon. It comes out in May, so I mean, you figure the next Christmas. Month, I, probably, I would say when Star Wars comes out. Yeah, def- yeah, definitely when Star Wars comes out. Yeah, I would say Frozen 2, maybe. Frozen 2 is also likely. So, they also talked about, they released a poster for WandaVision, and it looks fucking weird, but I think in a cool way. Yeah. Um, it's them in, like, a 50s-style house. It's Vision as Paul Bettany, you know what I mean? Paul Bettany yeah. himself, and what's her name, Elizabeth Olsen? Yep. yep. And um, and then in the back corner of the poster, like, they're sitting in, like, a couch in a living room. It looks like, I don't know, like, step-by-step kind of, you know what I mean? Some sort of just, like, <laughs> Stepford wives. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then in the corner, you see Vision Shadow and her with the devils, like this, the real Scarlet Witch costume, mm. which um, makes me think it's going to get, it's going to start off, I think, it's like a sitcom. I think it'll get trippier as it goes. Well, you know, there there was a uh, Tom King Vision book a couple years ago that, you know, doesn't have Scarlet Witch in it, but it's about Vision trying to build like an idyllic life by himself and he builds like his family and stuff and as it goes on it pro- it progressively gets more sort yeah. of fucked up it sounds like and it's gonna I be I think like it's that. gonna do stuff like that but I just, think a little bit of that and a little bit of House of Hem- House of M yeah. kind of kind of mashed together um, Co- coincidentally while this panel was going on Tom King tweeted out the link to buy that book on Amazon like <laughs> a fucking douche <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, they also confirmed that Kat Dennings, who Joseph loves God. from the Thor movies, is going to be in this. I don't know how that's going to play. Marcy, is that her name? Darcy? Darcy? Yeah, it's, it's, it's somewhere in that. It's in yeah, that. It's an Arcy. It's in that realm. <laughs> and uh, Randall Park from playing his Ant-Man and Wasp character. Good. FBI agent. He was um, funny in that movie. He is yeah. really funny in that movie. So that, I think that, that kind of balances out. Like, Kat Dennings is a negative and Randall Park's a positive. So <laughs> the sum total is, you know, no change. If there was if there was just a Marvel one-shot of Paul Rudd teaching Randall Park a close-up magic, magic yeah. fucking love it. I'd <laughs> watch the hell out of that. No, I'm excited for it. I, I did think it was interesting you are talking about the shadow on the wall. He does have the Mind Stone. Yep. And the shadow. And I do like that she, I don't, again, it's got a real name. I don't know what it is. But the, like, Tiara thing she wears, I'm glad that we saw that. Yeah. I hope that does get introduced. I, I do, too. Yeah, because yeah, totally. they've never done her real costume. No. No. So, um, yeah, I, I think it'll be good. And then the third poster, you know, for the, these Disney Plus series that have already started kind of, not filming, but way more down the road than others, is... Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And it had... Falcon is not wearing a Captain America garb He's yet. He's not going to be Captain America. Yeah, but it looked like Bucky to me was... He looked more Captain they, America. They, he was wearing blue. He was more clean cut. Anthony Mackie said he will not be called Captain America. He yeah. will be called Falcon. He's just going to have the shield. That's all. Oh, right on. And um, Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell's son got cast as U.S. agent, which, you know, you guys know more about, apparently, is... Well, you know, like, a a big thing in comics that happens with every fucking character now is, for whatever reason, uh, you know, Batman gets removed, then there's a new Batman, and then the original Batman's got to come back and take his place. The first one of those stories I remember was one where Steve Rogers gets removed and this more sort of Reagan-era guy takes over named... I believe his name was John Walker... That sounds right. And yeah. uh, and he was Captain America for a while. During that time, Captain America wore a different outfit and was just called the Captain. After Captain America gets the back to being Captain America, John Walker takes over that uh, takes over that outfit and becomes the U.S. agent. Hmm. So basically, that's his background. Where does the Patriot play into all of this? He was originally before that. He was the Patriot. 
Mm -hmm. He was the Patriot, and him and Cap butt heads, and then Cap got either fired or quit. I can't remember, and then that's when John Walker takes over. So that's to me, a, this, this seems like a battle for who's going to be Captain. Well, yeah, you, you, you've raised an interesting point because it sounds kind of like the the reign of the Superman, but for Captain America. Yeah, yes. Where yeah. everyone's just trying to fill that same space now that that symbol's gone. Yep. Yeah. And he, and this seems like the U.S. government's choice, Wyatt Russell. They want him to be Captain America. My guess is this is my guess. I think that both Bucky and Falcon. Are, are basically, I don't want to be Captain America, that Steve thing. I can't fill his shoes. And then the U.S. government's going to put this guy out here, and he's a fucking asshole, mm. and one of them is going to have to rethink that. Do you think they're basically going to be two competing parties to take down Zemo? Like, it's going to be yeah. like, everyone's goal is to take down Zemo, but they're going to conflict yeah. along the way to achieve that goal. And, like, the, this U.S. agent guy's not going to do it in the way Captain America would have, so, you yeah. know what I mean? He's going to be looked at as the lesser, I think. Also, Zemo's play, been a patriotic hero before. He was faking it, but he was a guy called Citizen V, so he could very well be in the mix that, to become Captain America. That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. This, I think this is going to be good. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Of all of them, this is the one I'm most excited about. So, other than that, they also announced Black Panther 2. They gave a date, May 2022. Which too is far Too damn far. script is done. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh, I know. I don't know. I, I wish they would have given us a little more on that. Because, like, all the other sequels in Phase 4 are, like, a subtitle. But it has it, but they didn't release what it was. Yeah, it, that means it's telling. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because that means Namor is going to fucking pop I, up. <laughs> Namor just makes too much sense. Yeah. Two kingdoms fighting. But they still don't have the rights to Namor, right? I don't think they do yeah. either. I heard they do, but it's like the Hulk. He can't do a Namor movie, but he can be in the they movie. That would make sense because he's at the same place as Hulk. Was is that Universal? Universal? Yeah. 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 Uh, they don't have the balls for Namor. We'll see. Yeah. Aquaman, but a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they also announced three new Marvel Plus TV shows that they have not any counts, but just that they're happening. First is uh, She-Hulk. Yep, very excited for Rosario yeah. Dawson is a big fan cast for, and I think that she would, would be amazing. Good. I would be into Rosario Dawson. Yeah. yeah, the thing is, you know, since since I called it on the fucking Eternals, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is going to be because I said this when we talked about yep. what's going to happen after uh, uh, after Endgame. I think she's going to be like the superhero lawyer. I think she's going to have to deal with cases Which is, that have come from like the blip and stuff. That's like that. absolutely something I want to watch. Yeah, and no, that, that would be what it awesome. should be. I mean, that's that's exactly what it yeah. should be for this character in this universe. So I hope that's what we get. There's a 2004 run of uh, She-Hulk. The first volume was called Single Green Female. And if you really want to see what this show should be, pick that up. Because it, it is, it's just, it's court cases about superheroes. Also, I hope whoever they do for it is just She-Hulk all the time. I hope they don't Yeah, do I don't it. want the Transformers. Yeah, I, I think that's fine. Make yeah. her She-Hulk all the time. Yeah, that seems easier, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, I think this I would is the do, one I'm the second most excited. I think I would much. I certainly much prefer that more for her than I do for Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Right, because it's the competition between two entities is not a thing for her. Right, no, totally. And there's been there's been long runs where yeah. she was just herself, and there's been I mean making her a comedic character. There's been long runs where she was just a comedic character in comics. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that would be cool though. Yeah. Make it just like a law show with superheroes. Um, the and next get one, James Spader in it just because. Oh yes, that's perfect. <laughs> I would, I would, not Ultron, just James. Spader. Just James Spader. <laughs> Miss Marvel. I just well, hold on a second. James Spader as Ultron is underrated, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. Oh, totally. No, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. I'm still hoping he comes back in Guardians because there's yeah. a there's a good Guardian story with Ultron as the villain, and I really would like for that to show up at some point. I'd be okay with that. Um, yeah. So Miss Marvel, um, yep. Kamala, Kamala Khan. Khan. They announced is going to be another show. 
I, I think for this, you got to bring Brie Larson in, right? Because Captain Marvel inspires Miss Marvel. So I don't, I don't know that she needs to be in it, but her presence needs to be yeah. felt in yeah. it. Yeah, like posters on the wall. Because she has yeah. no, she hasn't been on Earth yet in movies. You know, I Not mean, really. in Endgame, you know, it's the very end. But I mean, in that five years, maybe. But it's all off screen. You don't really know what. Yeah. She's done. Well, you get the impression she's in space for a lot of it too. Yeah. But what the biggest question mark? I want. I'm, I'm glad they're bringing this character to screen. It's a super popular character that has really like burst on the scene in the last five years. But the one thing that really makes me curious is what are we doing with Inhumans? Yeah. Yeah. I think you change your origin. You yeah. You make her a mutant. Yeah. I, I, I'm thinking they're just going to ignore the shit they've done with mutants. As a matter of fact, I have this theory that I don't even think that the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is part of this timeline. It's not. Not anymore, yeah. I don't think it yeah, is. Yeah, I think I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, a- Agent Carter are both going to end up being on a separate timeline after all cool. the time. The only- Agent Carter, I feel like, is because Jarvis is in Endgame. He's yeah. in Endgame. He, that's yeah. the one show, but the other ones are not. Agreed. See, I think what you could do is make her a mutant mm. instead of an inhuman, and right. they, you don't have to fucking worry about it. But the other thing is, we talked, maybe it's better to introduce mutants one at a time. Yeah, no, And totally. so you get an introduction to, hey, mutants exist in the world. Here's one, and it's not, it exists outside of Xavier's school and fucking X-Men. Like, it's just this girl who's, you know, yep. obsessed with a superhero, and so she decides she wants to do good. Like, I think it could work well that way. And she's yeah. kind of got a Peter Parker thing. You know, she's a young girl, smart, got to protect her secret identity. Um, but her powers, she makes me think they're not going to do Fantastic Four, though. Because her powers overlap with Mr. Fantastic. I mean, a they're lot. similar, but it, you know, it's funny because the other ones we've talked about, like, you know, She Hulk, you could do without a lot of CGI. You can just put someone in makeup. But this one would, will retire, require a ton of CGI. Yeah. 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 She's, uh, she gets stretchy and makes big fists. That's her power. And then the third one they announced is Moon Knight, which, I mean, that's what people seem most jazzed about. Uh, I'm not a big Moon Knight guy. I don't know if you guys are. Here's the thing with Moon Knight cool fucking uh, outfit, but just all over the place as a character. I mean, literally, since he has multiple personality disorder, but also just in how one writer to the next handles him completely different. So I have no idea what they're going to do with this. I mean, all- I think that works in their favor, probably, yeah. creatively, because then yeah. they can choose to come at it from a lot of different angles. Do you hope they do with, like, the Egyptian god origin story, or would you rather more, you know, I hate to say it, because I don't think it's really fair, but crazy Batman guy. I, I think it's crazy I think, Batman. I think it's crazy Batman. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think crazy Batman. Batman with think, a multiple personality disorder. I think I, this is know, appealing to the same people that Marvel Zombies is appealing to. I think that I think that Egyptian gods will be in yeah. there, <laughs> but I think it'll be a delusion of one of the crazy yeah. personalities. Well, that's certainly how they present it, you know, it... It was more literal in the beginning right. than it was that thing, and then it became Moon Knight was his own right. personality. Uh, and uh, I mean, it'll be you know what? Just fucking cast James McAvoy because this yeah. is exactly this his, is this is his. He could just one, split. It's man, the beast. I, I did not think of that. He would be fucking great for yeah. this. Um, it's a good cast. Yeah, uh, you know, and he has a lot of cool outfits. I say use them all. You know, just like in don't the just white have one tuxedo outfit. one. Yeah. He's got a yeah. fucking self-driving limousine. Yeah, where does he operate? New York, like every other superhero. I'm yeah, pretty sure that sounds correct. Yeah, yeah Miss Marvel's the one I'm most excited about. This one I could give or take on. The other two I think I'm a little more. I excited. like Moon Knight as a character, but I like Moon Knight as a character in that it's a good entryway. I think into some of the more like street level. Not street level, kind of the opposite, actually. Like Blade, fucking werewolves and right. shit like that. Yeah, like, totally. you take a normal guy, normal being a stretch here, a non superpower guy who goes up against these supernatural forces. Um, he was first introduced in a werewolf comic book. He has a lot of shit he's done with Blade in the past. Like, it's there's a good 
entryway into that, but also ties to Daredevil and fucking Spider-Man. Mm. And so it, it's just a good way to connect both of those worlds, which apparently we're getting in the Marvel Universe with like a Blade movie. Um, and that's all the Marvel stuff. And then what we got left is, is Star Wars. And there was a ton of Star Wars news. The first thing is Clone Wars, which you guys are big into. We uh, are? Yes. The last season's in February. Yep. Um, Not soon enough. Where, where do you guys think this takes is going to take place? Mandalore. The whole thing on Mandalore? Yeah. Have they said it was going to be like a continuous series as opposed to kind of the vignette style of the, the rest Ooh, of the series? I think it's going to be a continuation of season four. Mm-hmm. Mostly because the teases have been Maul, Ahsoka, and Anakin. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can think that would bring all three of those people is going back to Mandalore. Right. Uh, well, I think we leave the series with Maul in charge of Mandalore. Right, and being this huge crime lord. Yep. yep. And in the first trailer, we see basically Obi-Wan, or Obi-Wan and Anakin going back and, and Ahsoka having ties there. The Ahsoka novel begins at the last battle at the Siege of mm. Mandalore, where she kind of gives up her persona, her and Rex get away. Um, so I, I think you'll see, I think that's going to be the main focus of the show. I do think it's going to, I think it'll be more of a connection between four and five right. than maybe the show and Revenge of the Sith, which I still think we may be set up for another season, which gets us to that point. I hope so. I hope they don't just do one, because I fucking love this shit. I think the last episode of Clone Wars should have always been General Grievous kidnapping Palpatine. Yeah, mm. yeah. Or when Ahsoka leaves the Jedi Order. That should have really been the Yeah, last I mean, episode. that definitely should have been. But before that, it should have been yeah. Palpatine kidnapping Grievous. Obi-Wan series, we talked about it last week, I think. They we, finally was, confirmed yeah, it. Yeah, we, we were speculative, mostly confirmed, but, you know, obviously well, they were saving the official announcement. Our prediction was that they would announce it at D23. And, and they we did. were right. Eight episodes limited. Already written. Yep. Done. Yep. We don't know anything about it. I don't want to know much. I, I think, think we're all going to watch it. I do think it got con- maybe confirmed it's not going to take place all on Tatooine. No. Maybe I'm wrong. But no, I didn't hear I just want it right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Did they really give a date? Wait for it. Oh, it's a long... It'll start filming in spring of next year. It's like Black Panther long. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'll you know, be... It'll probably be out well before Black 2022, Panther. 2022, I would say, is probably when you would see it. I would say you're going to get the Cassian Andor show before you get over there. See, I don't yeah. even know if that happens anymore. That seems like... They it's were, they were the... both there. Yeah. Were Alan, Tudyk, Alan Tudyk and... Diego Luna? Was it Diego Luna? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't hear anything about that. I figured that started to get put on the back. Now, there's an announcement for the Cassian show. Yeah. That. Which I'm super game for because he's the best part of uh, Rogue One. Yeah. He's, he's, Kill him and Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Cassian may be the most interesting character yeah. Disney has introduced so far, like, since they've taken over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Rogue One. It's a good movie. Mm, it's not a good movie, but he's a good <laughs> He's a good character. Uh, the Mandalorian trailer. I thought, which is my favorite trailer of the whole thing. Which we will yeah. be getting much sooner than the other one, November 12th. 12th. The first and episode. It yeah. looked like spaghetti western all day, man. It, the, man the, with no name. The aesthetics of this movie, the production value, I'm just, I see, I even called it a movie, the production value of the show is fucking incredible. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This trailer looks like a goddamn movie. It looks so good. It looks, it looks like a really good movie. Movie theaters are always trying to blame streaming for their downfall. They don't want to blame their own shitty practices. Oh, it's streaming's fault. The kids just want to stream. And up to now, that's been bullshit. But this is the first thing I've ever saw that's like, do we need movie theaters anymore? Yeah, like, yeah. to get these kind of special effects, you've always thought, well, to afford being able to do that, there's got to be a premium paid per head. And that's not the case anymore. I'm going to pay, what, how much is this, 13 bucks a month? 15 
15 but and that's with Hulu and ESPN Plus. You could just get Disney Plus by for itself for six dollars, yeah. six or seven bucks, yeah. and watch this shit that looks as good as anything on the big screen. Yep. Yeah. Th- that bar fight scene where like he ropes the guy into the middle of the door, and then shoots the door to decapitate yep. him is so cool. Yeah. Like it looks so. It looks. I mean, it's Star Wars for adults. This one's gonna be for us. Yeah. This yeah. is. This one doesn't seem like it's for kids. Like the opening scene where it's stormtroopers heads on pikes yes yeah. like that it's it's right up my alley well you think about there's a, always been a room for like adult underbelly things in star wars we've sure. never seen but also like you're talking about post return of the jedi like if you imagine that society where your government is completely collapsed mm-hmm. right and it was already shitty right. at best right. yeah. but at least there was stability right like what is going to happen right yeah no totally the worst of shit right so I'm, I'm just, I mean, I'm interested to see that world. Uh, I'm glad John Favreau confirmed no Boba Fett, which I think is good. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Establish this person as a character. Yeah. Right. I hope we don't see Pedro Pascal's face the entire movie. Not the man with no face. Like, you know what I mean? Don't ever take off your helmet. I agree as like the idea of like a spaghetti western. Yeah, because like, that's what it looked cool. like to me. Yeah. But that's not like a requirement for a Mandalorian. Yeah. That's a thing people relate to Boba Fett, but that's not really like... A thing for yeah. Mandalorian people. Let's keep your. Helmet I mean, on. to be fair, they did not remove the helmet at all in the trailer. So yeah, I think he'll keep it on for most of it. Yeah, I don't know. It looks great. And then the last little bit is the Rise of Skywalker news. The movie coming out on Christmas. J.J. Abrams finishing the Skywalker trilogy. Finally, we got a poster. Poster it looks fucking cool. Yep. What do you guys think? Emperor's face kind of in the background and yeah. sizzle reel as well to go along with it. Yep. And I, it does look to me like they are fighting on the Death Star. Yep, remnants of the Death Star. Yes, which I bet you, if I had to guess, he's going to be a Force ghost, the Emperor. And I bet you he's tied to that wreckage because he kind of explodes in there in the end of Return of a Jedi. And I think he's going to... It looks to me like I think Rey's getting possessed, maybe. That's what I'm thinking the more I see that. At the end of the sizzle reel, she's like Dark Side Rey. Yeah. I think he's going to like somehow possess her. I think it's a Force vision. I think Kylo talks to her in Last Jedi and says, like, I've seen it you're going to be the one to turn. And I think basically that's that moment. I think whatever he saw and made her say, what well, made him say that to her, I think that's the same thing. She may get possessed, but I just... See, if he can't. possesses, then it, it easily turns Kylo good. And then you ha- you turn everything on his head. No, let's just have everyone be evil. End <laughs> of series. Let's turn it off until 2025. <laughs> yeah, you can't end it. I mean, this is the last one, so they, they can't end on a downer. I do agree. If she turned bad due to possession or whatever against the Empire, that would be a huge motivator for Kylo to turn good. Yeah. Right. But what do, you, what do you guys I think? I mean, you know. Is there enough time for her to build that stupid lightsaber? Which, by the way, can we all agree the, like, hitched lightsaber it doesn't make look, no, any it's sense. it's dumb as shit. It's, yeah. it's uh, again, this is JJ bullshit of, hey, everybody like that double lightsaber with Darth Maul. Let's just, just do that make, same. Th- I know, right? Just do that. Just, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, it just, I, I don't know, just the way it moved didn't look quite Nope. Right. Yeah. I loved how she was throwing it and bringing it back like Thor, though. I thought that was cool. As that was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, again, the fighting stuff looked cool. The whole reel was cool. The uh, you know, it reminded me a lot of uh, the first Revenge of the Synth trailer where there was the Obi Wan voiceover and there yeah. was the, sc- the scenes and stuff. It reminded me of that. I you know, watching it, I didn't know that it wasn't going to be a full trailer, but uh, it, it it definitely you know. I, it got me more excited for a thing I was already excited for. It does a good job of making it seem like a wrap-up of the entire series. Right, yeah. But the bits, you talk about like the JJ bullshit. Yeah. It was like like fan service callback things to mm-hmm. me. So you get the like party celebration thing. And my immediate thought was not the end of Indoor 
or the end of Phantom Menace, which is, it's like both of those things. Mm. Mine was like the orgy scene in Matrix 2. (laughs) (laughs) You see her throwing the lightsaber again. That's a thing, like in Force Unleashed, you could throw your lightsaber and bring it back, and we've like never seen that in the movies. So I thought that was cool. All the Star Destroyers in the sky, what just like a fucking like mandatory shot to like menace people. Yeah. Uh, it just was like just a, and then yeah, the Darth Maul lightsaber. Like mm. it's just bits of JJ being like, "Oh, you like this thing, and you like this thing. I'm gonna make a movie out of it." Well, definitely, I like one of the things I liked about the shot with all the Star Destroyers was in the last one, it kind of felt like it was just like twelve guys fighting twelve other guys. Yeah. So this one felt bigger than yep. that. Uh, what the fuck is up with C3PO's red eyes? Yeah. He's evil C three Did he have a red arm at one point too? He did. He did I'm, in the beginning of the series. I'm hoping three. he has his own instant kill yeah. mode. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that would be cool. Instant kill. <laughs> Just kicks the shit out of R2 D2 <laughs> for all the shit he's been saying all these Make years. Make him valuable to the story because <laughs> yeah. he ain't never needed to be there. Right. I do like that there is punishment to Poe's action. Poe thought it was so important to take out the dreadnoughts that he sacrificed fucking everything. And the Empire or First Order had way more to back it up. So you may we may not have dreadnoughts anymore, but we have two hundred star destroyers. <laughs> right. yep. So is that supposed to be real footage of Leia? Because it looked pretty CGI. Yeah, no, no, no. It's real. It's, yeah. She's like it's from Force Awakens, right. but they're putting her in the shots for the movie. All right. Wonder how they're reusing footage. I think there's a lot. She'll be in it a lot. Say she's got quite the presence in the movie. Just handle it tactfully. There was <laughs> also I'm however not, it goes, the internet's gonna hate it. Yeah. Just trust me on that. Well, that's probably true. <laughs> no matter what you do, the internet hates it. Yeah. <laughs> Force Awakens is too much like everything else. Last Jedi is too different. You're just fucking yep. screwed. Right. No Those matter are, what that's you very. Hang true. on a second. Those are both valid points. It's just no. He, I hate that those are the, they're, they're, they're valid critiques. <laughs> yeah, but the way at which people treat them and the length they treat them to are not valid. No, I'm not. I, I, why am I backing the internet up on this one? Fuck me. I'm sorry. I'm stumb backing you're away really from this. You're really going in weird today. places today. <laughs> yeah, it's like you believe in people. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah, and that's that's pretty that's pretty much it. Look, uh, the sizzle reel just made me hate J.J. Abrams more. I like the visuals. I think I'll enjoy this movie, but... I think you're just in a, you woke up on the wrong set. I did, I did, 100%. <laughs> this is... This Your is, opinions are strange today. This yeah. is Grumpy Joseph with <laughs> weird opinions. But yeah, I don't... Uh, Ironically, Grumpy Joseph agrees more with the masses, and I don't like it. It's going to be fine. I just I think the series as a whole is going to be forgettable over time uh you think where do you think this lands prequels it's not gonna be the rosen trilogy obviously but you think it's remembered better or worse than the prequels i think it'll be re- i think it'll be remembered worse but it, it is better than the prequels. i think it will be remembered worse in the f- fact that people will re- actually literally remember it less yeah. than the prequels i would have to agree i think it's gonna be the three out of three i think the prequels are gonna be remembered better than the new trilogy See, I, I don't i don't know if i believe that people really enjoyed that first one when it happened yeah yeah you know later they decided maybe i didn't enjoy that so much but i think as time goes on people will go back to maybe i kind of enjoyed that like once it's not in their face all the time yeah. anymore and stuff I- I do think Last Jedi just left a bad taste in people's mouth. I think it left a bad taste in people's mouth who think the prequels are better. Yeah, time time will tell. I mean, look, people are going to show up. They're going to watch them. They're going to continue to buy them. Like, it's not a problem. 
I know people think it's a problem, but it's it's really not. Oh when, yeah, that's actually a good point. Does this movie outdo Last Jedi? Oh yeah. Oh, money wise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Last 100%. Jedi still made a fuck ton of money. No, it did. I know, but, but since Last it's Jedi, the, we've had so yeah. I'm, I'm I just I'm just curious. To, I think it will, and I think people want Star Wars again. Like we interviewed that dude, that douchebag guy at Pensacon. It was like, oh, I didn't go see Solo out of protest of Last Jedi. He even said, he's like, I mean, I heard it was good. Like, I kind of want to watch Like, even, <laughs> even in his conversation, he started to turn on it. You remember, right? Yes. And yes. so, like... That was a good impression, by the way. Now there's 18 <laughs> months have passed. Yeah. That dude's watched Solo four or five fucking times on Netflix. He's ready for... Like- Episode the the biggest thing on Solo is it shouldn't have released in May. It should have released in Christmas. Agreed. That is what went wrong with that yep. movie. Well, and I'll, two directors. Yeah. Also, the thing is, this is going to be coming out right on the heels of The Mandalorian, which looks fucking great. Yep. So that'll be... A, I think that'll probably get people psyched for Star Wars. Yeah, it'll jazz them up. You're right about yeah. that, too. I think, you know, I like Kyler. I like Adam Driver. I do like Daisy Ridley. I think if the Emperor's handled right, like, I want to see the Death Star... In the ground, I think that'll be a cool set piece. Like, right. I'm excited for it. I will say, of all things that make me most nervous, and I am a fan of the Emperor, it's the thing that makes me the most nervous. Like bringing the Emperor back, even though he hasn't really been present in seven and eight. I just, it just seems like a lot of story to well, tell. He had to come up with something that tied everything together. So the, the Emperor, why not? The yeah, yeah. It's also, I, I 100% think it's gonna. The only thing it's gonna retcon, if anything, from Last Jedi is it's gonna give us an answer to Snoke. And I think the answer for Snoke is simply going to be the Emperor that was like the person he chose. Yeah, right. like that's a it. Puppet of the Emperor. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. JJ, bringing out the hits. Yep. All right, anything else from D23? We talked a long time that's ago. That's it. We, we went through the whole list. D23, cool. the Comic-Con the of everything else. Yep. Well, cool. That's it for that. What have you guys been watching? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I watch Good Boys. Cool. And it's like super bad for what super bad was 10 years ago. It's like three middle school kids, and instead of like trying to get booze for a party... They're trying to basically, like, get to a kissing party to, like, you know, kiss a girl. Super funny. The kids are great. Like, the most I've laughed in a theater in a while that I can remember. This is directed by Seth Rogen, right? Or written by Seth Rogen? He's part of it. I don't know if he's actually directing. Um... But yeah, no, it's like, it's more like juvenile because these are like middle school, seventh graders, not high school kids. But like, it, it's very original. It's like, it's a good comedy. I would definitely better than Transformers. Um, I'd recommend it. I watched Mindhunter season two. Fucking great. I cannot recommend that enough. Um, Hold- you think it's better than season one? Yes. 100%. Yeah, I- Holden is fucking great. Bill Tench, you know, um, there's an episode with like, it's all about the Manson and they go interview Manson and they interview Tex Watson and like, man, that's, it's just, it's well done. It's high production. Um, a lot of it takes place in Atlanta around the, like the Atlanta child murders. There's like 29 kids that got murdered, and it's like the back half of the season. But uh, yeah, definitely highly recommend it. Um, I can't wait for the next season. God, I wish that show would just always be on. <laughs> and then I watched the first episode of The Boys on Amazon. Ugh, I hate that show so right, much. Right. I, yeah, it's it's everything I hate. It's just like high sexualized. You know, it's just you know, it's like Deadpool kind of that kind of humor. But even more gory and even more like nudity and yeah, it's it's not good. Worse than Transformers. Interesting. Right. And that's it. I watched half of season four of Downton. Uh, I'm not enjoying it as much because a lot of the characters I really liked are either a dead or gone. Season three is more the that's the high so season. There's a there's a problem with Downton in that everyone was contracted for three seasons, mm. and uh, a lot of people didn't want to re up, and so they write them out of the show in season three in in reasonable ways. Um, but so a lot of the characters you like, for example, Mrs. O'Brien, who is 
if there was a villain, would be her. Mm-hmm. And she's a good person to hate. She's like Dolores Umbridge, mm. in my mind. Yep. You know, she's gone. She didn't want to keep making it, so they just kind of like write her out in the night. And they teased in season three that she would be gone. But I'm still going to chug along. I've only got two seasons left, so, you know, I'm going to suck it up. But I don't like it as much, but still very entertaining. I like the, you know, you're connected to those characters now. So I watched... In game because I said I was going to. You did. Still fucking holds up. Ian, you and I have already kind of yeah, had this conversation, yeah. so I said enough uh, on in game. I'll yeah. be quiet. <laughs> uh, I still really enjoy it. I, if I had one question mark to this movie, is I still don't quite how get how Gamora brings Thanos if they're all out of pim particles and then makes him grow in size, but. That's my only complaint. Also, why doesn't Gamora just escape when she knows Thanos knows? Talking about uh, Nebula? Nebula, not Gamora. Uh, Nebula, she calls Hawkeye and Black Widow. Instead of doing that, why not just hit the fucking button? Right. And go. That's my one, like, issue is everything that happens with that little bit. But... I don't know. Like, it's just so fun to watch. And uh, it is kind of like three mini movies in one movie, but Mm -hmm. I enjoy, like, just about every bit. There's so much fan service and payoff that a movie that is literally like steals lines of dialogue from other movies from other movies <laughs> should not be as good as it is. Yeah, I'm telling you, like on your left and Black Panther coming out gives me goosebumps. I watch. I have it on my phone. Like that's the part. <laughs> I, that's the only part I watch. That like three minutes. Yeah, that's the, the only part I like. But I fucking love that. When part. I saw it in a theater like <laughs> packed full of people, this is what made the Spider-Man news really sad for me. Is the biggest hit. Was when Spider Man absolutely came out. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. that one people part. went nuts. See, when I watched it, like with you guys, you guys were cheering on Cap lifts Mjolnir. Yeah, but I love that. I like the on your left and Black Panther. And oh, the on that, your like, left is the is yeah. That's the line. Yeah, like that's totally. the one. Yeah, it's <laughs> the emotional peak yeah. of the movie. You know, for sure. sometimes like callbacks just annoy me with how screenplay they are, but that one is so on the spot. It's yep. really good. Yeah. The music's great in that one part too. Like uh, when all the portals are open. Um, Better than Transform. You know, I, I was thinking with, I was going to say this when we were talking about the D23 and the and the Black Knight news and stuff. I think when they do the next set of Avengers movies, instead of doing it like this where there was a core team that you followed through all the movies, because even though in the last two, there was a lot more characters, it was still the core team you were following. I hope the next one, every Avengers is a different Mm, Avengers lineup. The other thing I watched this week, which we had discussed, there was a request to do a villains episode, and I think we're going to do that in the near future Mm -hmm. sometime. But I watched (coughs) my probably top five, maybe top three on-screen villain of all time. Motherfucking Ricardo Montalban's Khan <laughs> yeah. in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. I fucking love that movie. And he's great for so many reasons. But number one, he's just super fun, hamming it up in it. He delivers lines like way better than they should. That right. revenge is a dish best served cold yeah. is great. Um, number two, it's a really like simple plot. Like you yeah. don't need to watch the rest of Star Trek, even though this is the one movie which actually connects right, totally. to the show. You don't need to watch the show at all. Um, but number three, he makes everyone better. Like certain people right. are already great. Like Leonard Nimoy, always gonna be great mm-hmm. as Spock. Bones, always gonna be the best performance in the show. But uh, Chekhov saying Botany Bay, Botany yeah, yeah, Bay, totally. yeah. fantastic, and it is the best Shatner as Kirk. Totally, I, I, I'm someone who who actually defends William Shatner. I think William Shatner and Al Pacino have exactly the same acting style. That's fair. Except uh, Pacino just got all the good spots, but definitely the. 
best William Shatner ever is as Kirk is in this movie. When he says, like a poor marksman, Khan, you keep missing the target. Like his pauses between words makes perfect sense in that moment. God, the whole movie. I I could go home and rewatch it right now, and I just watched it. And then everybody makes fun of it, but he really sells the yelling Khan thing. Yeah. Because he really, you know, a lot of times when people lament yelling movies, Mm -hmm. it's not earned, but he really has a good reason to be pissed off. Right. It even has like some tropey things like your lead character has a secret child. Right. And it doesn't like it doesn't hurt the movie at right. all. If you've never watched Wrath of Khan, please like make it one of your mandatory watches. It's better than Transformers and and solely for the fact of Ricardo Montalban's so good, William Shatner's so good. And and I will say, this is my last thing I'm gonna say, the thing that makes it so great mm. is it's the only worthy villain of Captain Kirk. Yeah, no, totally. Absolutely. It's the only person who can go toe-to-toe with him. And even then, Kirk makes him look like an idiot right. at the end of it. Mm. And it just, it makes sense. It works. I, I never understood why that didn't start some big renaissance from Ricardo Montalban. Like, he, you know, yeah. like he was so good in that, you would have thought that there would have been some something. But it, that was really kind of the end for him. Yep. God, it's great. Um, I, you know, I'm continuing to read the X-Men relaunch, and it is fucking awesome. Uh, every issue gets a little better, uh, and you get to find out a little more about what's going on and a little, like, what the fuck is going on. So, I mean, it's to the point right now where it's, I don't really know if we're rewriting X-Men history entirely or if the timeline we've been living in is the rewritten timeline. But basically, I've tried not to spoil in, in previous episodes, but I'll go ahead and talk about it now. The premise is that... Uh, Mariah Mataggart, who has not been known as a mutant this entire time, is re- reveals that she is a mutant. And her power is twofold. She reincarnates. So in other words, at the end of her life, she goes back to the beginning of her life with complete knowledge of her entire life. And the other thing is, is that she cannot be connect, uh, detected by other mutants. So no one knows that she's a mutant. So she keeps li- reliving her life over trying to change the history of mutants and it goes you know a thousand years into the future uh and the the most recent one and i think ian you read it too right Mm -hmm. it's a big battle a hundred years in the future where there's a where there's apocalypse is now the good guy and he has a new four horsemen which like wolverine and zorn are part of and they're battling nimrod and they have this big fight where you think that they've lost but at the end of it you find out that mariah taggart is still alive and they give her some sort of knowledge to take back and then kill her at the end. So it's just a real good hook. Which is when Nimrod went live. Yeah, That's exactly. what they're looking at. Yeah. So uh, highly recommend it. So far, better than Transformers. And Wolverine had to kill her, which I thought was yeah, Wolverine cool. To which, bring her back. Like He gives her, hey, this is when she goes live. And he kills her. Right. Bring her back to the beginning of her life so she can tell Professor X, which was in an earlier article, you know, earlier right. issue. And it, like, it just re refocuses everything. It also really lends itself to rereading. Yes. Uh, like, mm. it, uh, it changes everything. Yeah, yeah. totally. Also, since I'm, since I'm X-Men nuts, I've been reading a book called uh, X-Men Grand Design. Uh, an indie cartoonist named Ed, Pin- Ed Pinsker. He worked with Harvey Picar on American Splendor. He had a uh, comic called Hip Hop Family Tree, which is about the history of, of hip hop culture. But basically, he's, you know, he's like an indie cartoonist. So it definitely does not look like a great, it looks very cartoony, very sort of Daniel Close, Ghost World type art. And uh, he's telling the, the entire history of the X Man as if it were one big planned story. 
Mm. And it's uh, it's a fun read. I, I recommend it, particularly if you've ever wanted to catch up on where X-Men... It changes a lot of the nuts and bolts of the history, but it's still basically just a retelling oh. of the X-Men history. When's the next X-Men in this drop, Powers of X or how? Uh, next week. Okay. Yeah, it's... The two books are are both bi-weekly, so you get one every week. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, on a similar note, uh, we're on the penultimate episode of the Wolverine, The Lost Trail. All right. On. And, uh, you know, it really just makes me want Richard Armitage as Wolverine. <laughs> I feel like he's consistently just gotten better as the series has gone on. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's entertaining. I enjoy it. And the only other... I, I, was, I didn't didn't get to much this week, but I was uh, watching, re-watching Pulp Fiction while I was doing laundry on Sunday. And, uh, you know, I love that movie. It's really great. But it just in rewatching it this past week, I'm standing by Inglorious Bastards is better. <laughs> Amen. I could, I could agree with that. I do not. <laughs> so suck on that, Hurt. <laughs> but uh, that's it for me. Anybody else? Nope. All no. right. Right. We talked for a long-ass time. We did. Thank you guys for listening. Next week, I think we're due for our fall movie preview, which is great, because I have no idea what the fuck is coming out, so it'll be good for me to know. Downton. Well, yeah. <laughs> Downton the movie. Fair enough. <laughs> Queen uh, comes to Downton. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be going through the uh, the big movie releases for the next three months yep. through, through yep. the fall and uh, let you know what's worth watching, what's not, and, you know, you can probably make your own decisions, but we're going to tell you anyway. <laughs> um, and also, as, as uh, Christian mentioned, we've got a fan request for uh, a villains episode, which I think we might do the week after. Yep. We uh, actually have a plan for once. I know. It's like yep. a schedule. It's so yeah. unlike us. I think I think that's it for this week. So thank you guys for listening. Please rate and subscribe and tell all your friends. If you had any other thoughts on D23, if there's other things that we missed, the other things you want from Disney, please email us at realphoniesgmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach and Mr. Arm, Brian Velasquez for our theme. See you guys next week. Later.